650 customers paying on average 70 US dollars per month. Would that puts you at like $45,000, $50,000 a month in MRR or something like that? Yeah, we actually had, at, um, I guess, around 70K MRR. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Kim Hansen. He's a he wants a world where everyone is free to be creative and as a healthy human being they were born to be. He's a serial entrepreneur, innovative company leader, mentor, startup advisor, social community manager, among many other things, including a mountain biker. He's now building a company called CakeEquity.com. It's a cap table management platform for startup founders. Kim, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Excited. All right. Did you have like a horror story from one of your first startups in the cap table or what? What happened? Yeah, definitely. It was. It has been a tough journey with with equity personally. First, it was hard to get access to to invest in the companies I wanted to get access to before I was a sophisticated investor. And secondly, in my other company, I I thought I was I was early, so I could kind of push a bit and get ownership in that. But I couldn't give ownership to all my other employees as we grew the company, and that was a big pain. I tried for two years, but it was just too complicated and and painful. Mm-hmm. Why was that painful? So like here in the States, obviously you would have an employee stock option plan. You would issue shares accordingly. We have Carter to manage that. Did you, nothing like that existed where you, where you are? It, it was some years back uh, at the time I was in Portugal building a team there. And it was, um, you know, the maturity wasn't there at all in regards to the cap table management and equity and all of that. So uh, especially from, from CFOs at that time, it, it, it was just too complicated with tax and all of that. You know, as you're building a company, you have so many challenges. Understanding the value of using options to, to empower and, and motivate your team wasn't quite there. So there wasn't in, enough understanding of the problem. Um, and as maybe some of us are looking to, to Silicon Valley as inspiration at the time, um, you know, and saying this this is really awesome, this tool. Um, as we're building value, this could be very valuable uh, later on. And you know, who's gonna who's gonna participate in in uh, getting getting a return in that in that value created? So now focused on this capital management for startups. What's the start? What's an average startup paying you per month or per year to use your technology? Yeah, it's we have around uh, they pay a hundred Australian dollars for kind of. Uh, average uh, our package is is split in in the kind of early startups uh, kind of the ones that are uh, in that product market fit growth um, place and then for kind of later stage um, so but but yeah we're really targeting those that have uh, that have already got some funding and they're in that really space where they're they have too many things to do and they're growing and they need their cap table to really work well for them uh, and it's super challenging to learn fast. So just to be clear, on average, though, these customers are paying something like 100 Australian dollars a month or 70 USD per month. Yeah. And what do you upsell against? Is it dollars of funding raised, number of employees managed, size of ESOP pool, something else? Yeah. So we have a freemium up to five stakeholders, as we call them, which is a combination of employees or investors and advisors that are using the equity. Uh, Mm -hmm. After that, from six and upwards, we have different cohorts that you pay as you go, as you grow the company. I see. Okay. And what's the backstory here? When did you launch the business? 
Yeah, we we actually started as as more kind of a blockchain company uh, as we wanted to to really we're passionate about creating more liquidity in the private equity space, um, and we saw opportunities in the blockchain space, but. Um, we, we saw that there was an underserved demand in, in Australia for cap table management. There was nothing here and there was a lot of uh, companies needing that. So we kind of pivoted into to like um, building the cap table solution also because in the blockchain space, nobody was kind of solving the legal and compliance and all of those things, which you actually have to solve before you put the, the platform, the infrastructure for equity transactions in place. So um, yeah, we, we started with the cap table uh, platform and um, yeah, it's been growing. Kim, what, what year? When did you launch? Uh, sorry, that's um, so cake uh, was kind of like three three years ago. Um, okay, so call it 2018, 2019, something like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, very cool. And have you bootstrapped the company, or did you decide to raise? No, we had a family and friends and fools uh, initial raise in the blockchain. Then we pivoted into cake, and then we had a pre-seed round and a seed round last year. Um, now we're going into a pre-series A round. Okay, very cool. So break those down for me. How much did you raise in the pre-seed? Um, that was, that was around 500,000 500, Australian dollars. Australian dollars. So got it. So that would have been something like 450,000 USD, something like that. 400 USD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what, why did you need the, I mean, you know, dilution very well, right? Why did you need to raise that capital to build a platform? Especially, it sounds like you've had some exits under your belt. Why not just self-fund it? Keep hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think we were definitely also naive at the time, as I think many founders are in regards to equity and understanding how to use it well. Um, so, and it was it was a bit of an opportunity also to to get put a team together, which was is really difficult in Australia to to bootstrap. I, I came from I've been living in Portugal for more than fifteen years, where it's quite cheap to bootstrap with people. But in Australia, the salaries are, are quite high. So to kind of get kickstarted uh, a bit with a team, we we needed some funds. I see. I see. Okay. So you raised 500,000 early 2021 pre-seed round. Then you did a seed round for how much? Yeah, around uh, 1 million. Okay. So 1.5 million sort of total raised last year. And most folks in their seed, they're selling, you know, 15, 20% of the business. Is that about what you sold? So we, we actually had an, so we had the, um, Initial round, um, and then we actually had uh, three rounds so far: five hundred k, one million, and last year we raised three million um, with uh, Jason Kalakani's and Rampersand uh, coming in on board. Rampersand is uh, an awesome uh, Australian VC here, and you probably are familiar with Jason Kalakani's and his um, his book about angel investing and his uh, fantastic big uh, launch syndicate of angel investors. Okay, got it. So before last year, you'd raised a million in two tranches. Call those your two pre-seed rounds. And you did a formal seed last year for three million. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Sold between sort of 15, 20% pretty standard. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Very cool. So that would be what is that? That's be like a 15, 3 million on like a 15, you know, million dollar pre-money valuation, something like that. 10 million pre pre-money okay. valuation. That's that's fair. And and um and I guess what strategically why take what is that you know 15 again 15 20% dilution right did that enable you to get in some strategics in that round or or why do the deal yeah absolutely and and also just get these uh these partners on board like the the VC and and Jason Kalakanis and his network um so that's so that's that you make them use your capital management tool is that what you mean when you say a partner 
Well, more as, you know, there, there's a brand there and there's a huge network of, of people and there's a lot of learnings we can get from, from them in that space. They're obviously really, you know, understandable of, of equity and all of that, bringing that in as well as um, we started in the Australian market. We were kind of a service uh, offering in the beginning sales led and we had to shift to product led growth, which was a very painful journey until, you know, it starts taking off and you get product market fit and all of that, which, which happened around like one and a half years ago or something. And then it really started growing. Um, so like, as you do that journey, it's not a straight line, you know, it's, it's, a it's, it's, um, you do a lot of, uh, there's a lot of challenges to get to that product market fit where you're just, uh, trying to focus and you throw a lot up on the wall and see what sticks, um, until you get that. And then you start really making the engine run more and more smoothly, uh, as we, as we've been doing the last year, um, and really understanding all the data and, and how to benefit well from that. And but Ken, big- how many customers today? So we have around 3,000 people using the platform. Um, we have uh, yeah, 650 or something paying customers. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. Okay. That's, so that's pretty healthy conversion rate in terms of product led growth, right? So what's the paywall? What's freemium? And then when do they see that first pay, paywall? Is it up? It's the six stakeholder. Is that what it is? Yeah, exactly. And that, that depends, of course, of to be what state you're at, or if you want to go and unlock some of the, the better features uh, as well. Most of the features are, are in the free version, but um, if you really need to tap into the power of, of Cake, then it's good to upgrade. And, and 650 customers paying on average 70 US dollars per month, that puts you at like $45,000, $50,000 a month in MRR or something like that? Yeah, we actually had, at, um, I guess, around 70K MRR. Oh, great. So you'll break the million dollar run right here by the end of the year for sure, right? And you have negative red reten- net, uh, retention rate. So people tend well, not to- negative, Not negative, reten- negative churn, maybe. You don't want negative retention. Uh, we, have, we have a very low churn and we have, uh, you know, um, the, the customers keep paying more as over time, which is an awesome thing. So yeah. So what, what flip that for me real quick. What's net dollar retention? A hundred and what percent? 105% we, have 105. we haven't that, that or looked at that at all. So that's just kind of awesome to see that there's big potential there for us to grow the engine. Well, I mean, something like capital management, I mean, that is not something that's easy to rip out once they're in, right? I mean, that's a pain in the butt. It's extremely sticky. Um, yeah. So it's amazing. And yeah, as, as I was getting into before, one of the big challenges and why we have been asking needing more funding, I guess, was, was to go global, which is what we're doing now. So we are in... Uh, we're in the three big hubs of, you know, the UK and and US and, and Singapore, as well as Australia. And we've opened in nine other countries and we're expanding extremely fast in the in the world. If you're doing about $70,000 a month today in revenue, where were you exactly a year ago? Uh, I think around 10K or something. Around, around 10. Wow. So you, I mean, you did that 
funding round at a 13 million post money valuation with 10,000 in MRR. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big, I mean, that's a, that's a massive multiplier, even for us standards, right? What enabled you to get such a high multiple when you were so early? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's, it's obviously a, a hot market and all of that. And as we had really strong growth and big support. Um, well, but what do you mean really strong growth? I mean, that was, you were at, I mean, you're big now, but you were only at 10,000 bucks a month in revenue. What do you mean strong growth? Uh, we had a lot of users and we had like 200 partners in, in Australia and there was no, there was no competitors really here. Um, we kind of, you know, we're showing that we're winning the Australian market and we've pretty much done that. We have 20% market share in Australia and that is growing every day. So mm-hmm. um, I think that that potential was definitely there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, just for context sake for the audience, I mean, that's effectively 120,000 bucks in ARR at a 13 million post money valuation is something like 80, 84 X multiple. I mean, that's, I mean, you're growing I mean, into it, but that's a, a bit wrong, but uh, maybe we're a little bit more. Um, I think okay, we were, you were more than 10,000 in MRR. April, we were at 240 AR. Okay, a little higher, a little higher. Yeah, yeah. Still, okay, but you're growing. The point is, you have three hubs. You've also in Australia, you're growing into it nicely. What, what do you, what's the, what's the playbook here to like sell more things to the same customer base, right? What's the next product look like? Yeah, we, we're definitely betting on uh, remote teams, um, as we've seen the likes of uh, remote hiring companies like Deal and Oyster and all of those are, are growing exponentially. And the, the whole world has changed to be kind of a globally connected world. So we, we think less and less about uh, borders and regions and all of that. Um, well, but what's, what's the playbook there? I mean, Deal, Remote, Oyster, these are all growing very fast. What's, do you, have you identified a mousetrap you think you can build in that space and get some market share? Yeah, so so we we can definitely see you know we have our bread and butter and our awesome product that works really well is giving options to your employees and uh, startups should be able to uh, hire globally and uh, to ta- tap into a global talent pool. Um, so that's what we can perfectly help them with in regards to the equity. So uh, working alongside these remote hiring companies that we're doing partnerships with um, is um, yeah where we can really tap into that growth that is happening uh, there mm-hmm. and get our get our product out. Uh, we, we are strongly convinced that, uh, you know, equity should be borderless. Um, just that we see like, there's a lot of ideas around the blockchain space to make this happen. Um, just without uh, a lot of the legal stuff, we put the legal and the compliance. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you can figure all this out, you save people a lot of time. Cause the last thing I want to do is go figure out how to issue options to my employee in Bulgaria. I have no idea what the tax laws are over there and I will never go figure it out. <laughs> as well as yeah. getting investors uh, overseas uh, so we can just break down the barriers uh, that yeah. are currently. What's the team size today? How many folks full-time? We are around 25 people. And how many engineers? Um, I think we're seven, eight engineers. Okay. Pretty, pretty heavy there. And, and I guess talk to me more, I mean, go to market. I usually would ask about CAC, but it sounds like a lot of your growth is going from these partners. Do you pay them a kickback? Are they an affiliate? Yeah, we have different types of partners. So we have partners that are just kind of referring us. Um, and, um, so they, there's a discount there. Um, and how big, like a 30% discount or something. There's a 20% discount. Um, and then we have operational partners that we work closely together with that we bring leads to them uh, and they give us a referral fee as well. Um, so, and then we have more close uh, strategic partnerships, um, which is depends on the, on the deal. 
I see. I see. So do you have a CAC today? Have you, have you calculated that or no, it's not big enough or it's not important? Uh, it's, it's less than a thousand dollars and we can optimize a lot on that as we get our SEO engine working well. This is going to be produced a lot. I see. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. This is a great story. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite book. Um, being brilliant. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I mean, it's impossible not to constantly <laughs> look at Elon Musk <laughs> and what's going on, whether you try to or not. Polarizing figure. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building cake besides your own? I would say ProfitWell is, is a fantastic tool. Yep. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I sleep around seven on average. Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? I'm married and have one, one child. One kiddo. Very cool. And how old are you? I'm 47. 47. Last question. Something you wish you knew back when you were 20. Um, just start the, start the entrepreneur journey right there, right then, <laughs> which I think I did just not very consciously. <laughs> Guys, he's launched a bunch of companies, realized how, tr how, how difficult it was to issue equity to both local employees, but more importantly, remote employees and in today's remote world. He wants equity to be borderless. He's executed on that vision at cakeequity.com. Their last raise was a 3 million seat on a 10 million pre-money uh, pre valuation. They grew from about 10,000 bucks a month in revenue uh, last year to about $70,000 a month today. So really healthy growth as they look to continue to scale for their 650 customers who use them for capital management, team of 25, eight engineers. All right, Kim, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much, Nathan. Have a good day.